0: Good morning and welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I'm Ken Tuck. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you very much. Cody how are you doing today? I'm doing good today, kid. Cody Kirkhoff from the Harbor Church here in Dothan is with us once again. We had such a great time last week, and we actually didn't touch on some things that we thought we were going to touch on, but uh, we are back this week and see what the Holy Spirit leads us to talk about. Scary place, Ken. You asked me again, <laughs> so
1: we'll see where this goes.
0: <laughs> oh, we, we are just excited about Jesus and excited about what he's doing. Uh, everywhere across this world, we we see him moving, and we are blessed to be connected with so many pastors in other countries, and mm-hmm. and and know what God's doing over there. But you know what? He's moving right here in Dothan, Alabama, too, and throughout this Wiregrass area, the southeast Alabama, in the tri states area of Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. God is moving, and we, you know, if the Holy Spirit allows, we will uh, hit on some of that what what we're seeing God do. And it's just amazing what he's doing. But before we get into all of that, Cody, would you open us up in prayer?
1: Ah, Jesus, it is so good to be with you just on a Sunday morning. It's great to be with Ken just in fellowship and talking about how good you are. And so, Lord God, I pray this morning as we just get to share and the Holy Spirit leads. Lord God, everybody that's listening, whether online, on the radio, but in this moment, that the words of you, God, reach so deep in our hearts. It spurs us so deeply. We just feel and receive such an unconditional, incredible love. And, Lord, it just moves us closer into you. You've never left us. You've never forgot about us. But, Lord God, we just want to move into you. So, Lord God, do a move this morning and bless this time. Thank you for my brother, Ken. In Jesus' name,
0: amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Well, last week, well, we talked about a lot, but we really uh, the focus was on Acts 2, 42 through 47, and we talked about how that looked then and how it looks now, and actually it's very similar. It's just we're in a different part of the of the world that they were in. But I want to share some examples this week of some things that, that, that we see God doing. You know, one thing, people who don't know Jesus or don't know much about Jesus when they open up the word and they read about these things happening if they if they hadn't come to Jesus yet they're, they're kind of like okay but I really don't know who this Peter guy is mm-hmm. you know uh, you know and, and we talked about him a lot last week I don't know who this Paul guy mm-hmm. is when, when is his name Saul what's going on with this guy so you know they they read about this but it, it may not at that point in time doesn't mean a whole lot to them because they haven't come to Christ and hadn't Receive the Holy Spirit and just don't understand, and what I think is important, and the word talks about our testimonies, and we read you know how Paul he was always sharing his testimonies. and so when we share testimonies about today, then people can relate more and that, oh, that happened in my hometown. Wow, that's pretty cool. so maybe this stuff in the Bible it really is true. I, I want to check it out some more, and so our, our testimonies are so so powerful. And we want to share. We want to do a little testifying this morning. Some testifying, <laughs> Some testifying. Can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we uh, uh to the, the talk about the goodness of God and what we are seeing Him do in, in lives. And I mean, we could talk. We could take up you know hours and hours and days and days. Uh, but I think the Joy FM would like to play a little music too, you know. So, <laughs> so we can't do that uh, today. But within 30 minutes, we, we we can share some things that we're we're seeing God do. And my prayer is that a those who don't know Jesus, you'll you'll see that He is real and He really is doing things in people's lives. And B, I pray that it encourages believers to say, "Hey, I want to be a part of what God's doing," and we're not necessarily talking about you have to come and be a part of love and action at Harbor. No, we want you to be a part of Jesus, part of the move that Jesus is doing. So let this encourage you this morning that you too can be a part of what God's doing because guess what? Your father wants you to be part of Mm. that. And he is our father and he wants his children. Does he need us Cody? Not at all. Not at all because he's God, but you know what? He's a good father and he wants his children to be a part of what he's doing so with that said cody the guy's touching lives and we mentioned last week we've seen we're experiencing a lot of baptisms Yeah. and what are some things you were seeing god do right here in dothan immediately
1: my thoughts you saw me flipping scripture here immediately i go right to ephesians 6 and there's that that famous chapter of six and that famous part about the armor of god this is Chapter six, starting with verse ten. So, if anybody wants to read that and recall that, but there's this incredible piece of that that it says for our struggle, or we can say for our battles, right. or for the junk that's going on, for the for the craziness, uh, is not against flesh and blood. And so, what that means it's it's not earthly stuff. It's it's not earthly. But that battle, that struggle, that all that stuff. It's against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. I'm reading from the the NIV, you know, but you can you can a lot of different translations. But but really, it's saying, guys, this battle that we're facing, it's not earthly. There's something so much bigger that's going on, and and I think I think you and I, I think we're seeing a lot of that. I'm sure there's lots of people. In ministry and followers of Christ in the city that are that are seeing it. Any time there's some incredible stuff going on, we mentioned baptisms last week. We're going to start seeing struggles go on. Whether it's struggles in in a city with with fires taking place, whether it's hurt and just bombardment, it's going to happen because we know God is moving and the enemy is ticked, and there is a right. there is a battle that's going on. So right when you said that, it's just immediately I start saying. You know, I start seeing the bigness, and it goes back to you saying, "Does God need us? No, but does He sure want us? Yes." And so when I sit there and say, "Oh my goodness, this battle is so big! Wow, He must really have something planned, or must be in midst of doing something." Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it, and He definitely is because we have just both of us have really experienced the power of God, and individually, but also moving in, in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the armor. The armor God gives us, he never tells us to take it off. So we, we need to always be armored up. And, and we have that one offensive weapon. His it's word. a good one. We need, we, we talked last week about being intentional. We need to be intentional in studying his word. If you read devotionals, that's great. That's a good, there's a lot of good devotionals out there. But if that's your only study time, you, you're missing out. You're really missing out. His word is our sword. And we do have a real enemy. I know people don't like talking about Satan, but Jesus talked a whole lot about him. He's real. And he is always looking, prowling around, as the word says, seeking who he can kill, steal, and destroy. And we see a lot of that going on. It seems more and more with each passing week.
1: You know, we always talk about, you know, the the kill, steal, and destroy that Satan tries to do. And, you know, what's that look like? You know, I think, goodness, he tries to discourage us tries to deceive us, whether in our minds or through other people, through life circumstances. He just needs he wants to get our focus, right? We're supposed to have our eyes constantly fixed on Jesus. And when our eyes are constantly fixed on Jesus, we're going to see his, what we were talking last week, the awe and the wonder and the miracles and the goodness. We're going to see him all around. I call them God sightings. Hey, anybody have any God sightings today? When our eyes are focused there, but when we get discouraged, we get deceived, man, our eyes start leaving that, right? And then I always think what what happens is when our eyes aren't focused, we get disengaged. I think we saw that through COVID. I, I think not only disengagement from church, disengagement from, from ministry, but man, I just think we got disengaged from the power and presence of God because our eyes were not constantly on him because guess what? We were bombarded with everything in that season of health this and health that and race this and finance this and COVID, this, I mean, it was crazy. And so we got to fix our eyes. And when we fix our eyes, you're going to see Jesus all the time. And some people are saying, well, I don't have a testimony. I'm not in ministry like you guys are. Everybody has a testimony if you have your eyes on Jesus. And it might be the littlest things, or at least in your earthly mind, think it's the littlest of things. But in the heavenly realm, it's a heavenly thing. So whether the world wants to say, oh, that's tiny, that's no big deal. No, no, no. Everything that we see of Jesus is a Jesus thing. And that's the name above all. That's the power above all. And so cherish that. How to do that? Literally always be looking, okay, Jesus, where are you at today? Where do I see you today? What are you at work doing today? Help my eyes stay focused on you. And I always say, man, if you're struggling seeing him, can you say, just open the word. Right? In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Right? John one. So Struggling seeing Jesus? Man, just open his word. You will see him all over the place. And he has this incredible, incredible thing. He helps us see between the lines a little bit yeah. and makes it personal to us.
0: Amen. And and open that word. Again, be intentional about reading his word, studying his word. And you, you may read it and say, well, I just I don't understand what I just read. Well, read it again. Mm-hmm. And I've had some people say, well, I've read the, the whole Bible one time. That's great. It's awesome. But you know what? His word's alive. Yeah. And the closer we walk with Jesus, the more we're going to understand, the more He's going to show us things in His Word. It's not that the, the, the words have changed, it's we're changing, and we're understanding more and more. So we need to continually read the Word. Uh, yeah, there's all kind of uh, ways to read through the whole Bible or read through the New Testament, and those are great, too. You know, we, we've read through the Bible many times doing that. But... Slow down. <laughs>
1: Can you ever have times that, man, through, through history, you haven't understood something in it?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: okay. And I just want to say that. It was just on my heart. Like, if you read something and you don't understand it, it's okay. Okay? Think about it like this. Anybody ever give you a card that had some really nice words in it about you and you saved it? You pull that out over time. You read it again. And all of a sudden, you read it again. It means a little something different that next time. And then a year later, you read it again, it, reads, it means a little something different that time. That's all God's trying to do. He's going to reveal it. So if, if there's moments like, I don't understand exactly what that is, that's okay. Because guess what? He's got another love moment in there for another time. Right. He wants to reveal more. So don't, don't read it for knowledge. Don't read it for the, only the how-to. Don't, certainly don't read it because you have to. Read, I would say, here's the deal. When you read it, read it like you're taking a shower. You know, when it gets cold here in southeast Alabama, someday, again, it's a getting couple, warm, Ken. A couple of days a year. Gets yeah, a couple man. days a year. And you just, you're just you cold, and it just showers and saturates you. Let Jesus' love through his word saturate
0: you in that way that you just rest in it. Yeah, I like that. You mentioned sharing your testimony. I had a coworker one time tell me, Ken, I just don't really have a—he's a believer, love Jesus. but He said, man, I just don't have a testimony to share with people. Mm. Because people think a testimony has to be like a road to Damascus testimony or, or the one of those. The giant
1: event of all time right. that people will listen to. <laughs>
0: that's right. You know, Or a testimony of where you are just so bound up in drugs yeah. and alcohol and that kind of lifestyle and God brought you out of it or seven demons cast out of you, know, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing.
1: Is that what happened to you in that well,
0: yeah, Well, no, no. no. <laughs> maybe out of the chevette yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah those testimonies are, are wonderful but you know what's also a wonderful testimony my wife's hmm. she got saved very young yeah and lived a, has lived a very godly life as, yeah. I mean as she ever messed up we well, yeah she married me <laughs> <laughs> but you know you, you look at that testimony. That's how how this friend of mine, a co coworker, was. He he got saved early, and he didn't yeah. get into all the stuff that many yeah. of us did get into. I, and and I told him, I said, "Man, you got a you got a wonderful testimony. I wish yeah. I had I wish your you had testimony. testimony." Because the truth of the matter is, is he and Martha and anyone with that kind of testimony were on their way to hell. Yeah, just like the worst sinner there's ever been. Yeah. You know, we're all on our way to hell. One sin. All same destination. That's right, and then Jesus steps Jesus. in, and everything changes. That's the miracle, yeah. that of, of a testimony. Yeah. Because you, you may not have that testimony. That too often that testimony, the first part gets talked about too much.
1: No, we don't. Testimony isn't rehashing and reliving the old junk. Right, right. Man, it's saying this is what Jesus is doing now, now, and this is where He's taken me. You know, you said, "Hey, what is some of this good fruit? These good, awesome things that are happening, and we're seeing it." And right now, in our, we have a Harbor Life called our our transitional. It's yeah, it's yeah. men and women that, that we partner with the Ark, and they're you know maybe some are out of prison, some are off drugs, some are just in a real bad place of life, some are in addiction. Goodness, man! Every week they're they're doing these powerful testimonies of where God has taken them and right. what He's doing, and it just brings such such joy because they have a reason for the hope that they have. And I love it because there's so many voices that are sharing. People don't need to hear me all the time. Just, there's so many voices are becoming bolder and thankful and open to just share what Jesus is doing. And I'm telling you, that creates a movement. Yes. And, and, And so one thing I see is, man, people are opening up even in their hurts, to, to share what God is doing, which means I know they have their eyes focused on Christ right. because they're seeing him all around. So that's, you know, that's just one little tidbit of where you said, man, what are we seeing going on in the, in yeah. the good stuff going on in the city? People are giving testimonies. People yes. are sharing what God is doing.
0: Yes, and, and, and people are excited yeah. about Jesus. We, we had a guy recently, he was actually from Turkey, and he came here and Brother Suhail started talking yeah. to him. And because this guy was he grew up Muslim, he had actually encountered a Christian in North Carolina, uh, a pastor who led him to Jesus. Cool, but that was it. Yeah, he didn't know anything else. Yeah, then he prayed a prayer. Yeah, and so you know we started talking to him about baptism. Yeah, about living for Jesus, about becoming a disciple. And I've never seen anybody as excited about <laughs> baptism as this guy. Yeah, and. When, when we, before he even got into the water, he was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> just pumping his fist, so excited. And I said, brother, I wish everybody was this excited. Yeah. And <laughs> when we baptized him, he came back up and he said, do it again. <laughs> we baptized him again. Then well said, you know, back in the old days, they would bat three times. Three times okay, three times. Yeah, <laughs> so that's awesome. To, and he got out and he was like, man, I feel great. I feel Jesus. I love Jesus. And he started telling, he, he started going out telling everybody about Jesus. And and now, through all that, the Lord worked it out where he went back home. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so here's a, a spirit-filled, born-again, <laughs> on fire for Jesus guy going back home to Turkey. Everyday missionary. Everyday missionary. And so you know, th- that excitement is just, I mean, it was contagious. Contagious. You couldn't help but, but being around him yeah. who, who were excited. And just a couple of weeks ago, this young lady said, I want to be baptized. And talking to her and making sure she understood it, and she was just so excited yeah. about being baptized. And so we, we're seeing more and more people who are just, they're coming to Christ, and they are just so excited about it. And, you know, some people say, well, they get over it no, you don't get over a real you encounter with don't. Jesus Christ.
1: The, the, uh, you know, I think that you said something, you know, people, people excited about it. It's not something to do. It's not something in the heritage line of, this is the moment of church world that I have to do this. They're, they're wanting this. When we, when we do baptisms at the Harbor, you've been there for them, you've helped with them. And, you know, we, we always give people a, a a, you know, we, we welcome them and we cheer and it's an yeah. awesome moment yeah. because it's the declaration of the of the true inward transformation of what Jesus is doing and we're right. telling the world about it. And so we give everybody a chance and, you know, you put, put them on the spot. You're like, why do you want to do this? And and people get to share and it's, it's, it's their moment with Jesus to say, this is why. And so there is that joy. I'm seeing that same joy, that same excitement. I, I was thinking of a lady that we just did a baptism for. Uh, she's come from a real struggle, struggle place, and, and she's very shy. She doesn't want to talk to anybody. She doesn't want to be in the limelight. She doesn't want to be made a, a priority or you know anything like that. But when she was getting ready to be baptized, there was this whole joy, and she just starts talking, sharing the reason she wants to be baptized. When she came out of the water, the joy— just a, a, you can even see the physically difference. Right. And then it's just, it's still there. And I get it. You know, I tell people all the time, you can start praying hard because I get it. You're enemy one now. And is it always perfect days? Goodness, no. But that's why that's fruit of the spirit, that joy. You know, it's not earthly happiness. It's it's a deep countenance. It's a whole different. So yeah, like, you know, we talked about seeing, seeing different, uh, different baptism stuff. You know, one thing too, Ken, I'm seeing is, there's joy in people that they're wanting to take the, the word or the the, the commission of, of Jesus to make disciples and they're just wanting to go out and do it yes it doesn't matter they, they want to go out and they want to share it with people and they say today I'm being an evangelist and I think that's contagious I think that's powerful when people are like this is what I want to do
0: yeah and it is contagious yeah you know, when, when you get around people who are excited about Jesus, it's contagious, yeah. and you can't help but sharing that excitement with them. And what I also enjoy seeing is, is you talked about discipleship, yeah. And and, and I know both of us take that very seriously. Very seriously. The, the the command that Jesus tells us to to go and make disciples in Matthew twenty eight. It's exciting seeing the disciples, those who are go, who are becoming disciples of Christ, excited, yeah. And what, well they're, what they're learning
1: thinking. what it is to truly follow him truly
0: follow him yeah you
1: know and and the amazing thing about that you know you have your school of discipleship and right. we have all of our discipleship processes and it's it's really it's learning to follow him and what I say guys really it's I always love what Paul said you know he said hey I came to live with you for a purpose because you became imitators of me therefore imitators of Christ yeah. and and literally it's just like you're learning to follow the image and but then you're also learning to live in the power of Jesus yes and so, yeah, we take discipleship, but people are hungry for it. They are. People are wanting for it. And you know the awesome thing about it? You know, I know people think that, that uh, oh, Ken and Cody Harbour and Love and Action, they, they, they serve maybe the, the, a struggling population for the season that that person is in. True, we do. But you know what, Ken? So many of the people we're going through discipleship with are not who we would normally maybe serve with provision or, or be in need right. in that earthly way. It's incredible people that have white-collar jobs yep. right in this city. Yeah. I think there's probably more people we're doing discipleship with in that way. True.
0: That's very true. And we take Jesus' as model where yes, we teach them. You know, Jesus sat down with disciples. He taught them. But he took them out. Yeah. And he showed them how to serve. He showed them how to, to minister to people. And, and, and that's what we do. And people love that because they, they actually get to do something.
1: It's tangible. It's real. Yes. Because yeah.
0: just, just just sitting on a pew or a chair once a week, that's not very exciting. I mean, you know, I, I pray the the service is good, and, and you know, yeah. you're being fed. But man, there's so much more. And when people realize that, they get excited. And one thing I love to do is when somebody leads a person to Jesus, then I tell them you need to baptize that person. Absolutely, because it's modeled that oh, only the pastor can can baptize. Where'd that happen? I don't see it in the Word, <laughs> 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 and so and sometimes I get that look. Really, you know, kind of a. A little frightened. <laughs> how do I do that? And I said, I'll be right there with you yeah. and show you how. And yeah. so we've had people who have baptized new believers since the first time they've ever baptized somebody. And they've been living for Jesus for many, many, but yeah. more years than I yeah. have. Yeah. And then there's a freedom that they get yeah. in that of knowing, hey, I can I can actually do what Jesus tells me to do, yeah. and that's yes, yeah. <laughs> we're supposed we've, to.
1: We've seen you know a father baptize a daughter. That's awesome. We've seen a son baptize a father. Oh man, you know um, we've seen whole families baptized. You know, and I just think that's cool because the ministry he and right all th- authority and power was given to him, and so therefore he said go and he said go do that, go baptize them, go teach them, and it's, it's power when the ministry is entrusted to everyone. Cause who are you and I, you know, right. he, he, here's the deal. I know Ken, that we're not sitting there and we don't have our little, uh, our little card in our pocket that says, Ken, what's your count this year? How many be right. baptized. Oh, you're ahead of me. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> don't matter. You know what? Look you know, I love it. You know, Oh, who was baptizing more John or Jesus? Right. I mean, it was still back then. Back then How many members you got? <laughs> right. Oh, you know, what's your attendance? Uh, I don't know. Let's go do it.
0: Let's do it, man. You know, <laughs> and, and speaking of that, uh, we talk often, and it's sad, but it's funny at the same time. We'll, I'll have somebody come up to me and say, and kind of put their head down a little bit and said, <laughs> I went to the harbor <laughs> on Wednesday night instead of coming to Love in Action. And you get the same thing. Same thing all the round. time, Ken. And, and what's our response to them?
1: I sit there and I say, Oh, man, you were with Ken? That is awesome. You should be there all the time. <laughs>
0: That's right. And, and, and I do the same thing. I, uh, praise God you're at the harbor. Do you know they got Saturday night services too? Yeah. You know, and the, the only competition we are in is against the devil. Against the devil. And it's exactly that battle we talked
1: about in Ephesians yes. 6. Yes. That's the competition. Yeah. You know, our heart, I've said this forever and ever, Ken, our heart is, I want the harbor to not have to exist right right here in Dothan. You know what? Because every single person got plugged into a great faith family that's around. I mean, man, how awesome would that be? That would be fun. Don't have to exist. That's right. That's our goal.
0: That is. That is. And, and I've shared with people that, that thing too. I like, you know, I, I wish there was no more homeless people. Yeah. I I, I wish everybody was plugged in like, yeah. like you just talked yeah. about, because, you know, people think, well... You're glad we're here because you have a job. You know, <laughs> I hear no, that all no, the time. I, I don't want that. I don't want this job. I don't want this job. I don't want this. <laughs> you know, uh, my I still
1: want to play for the Yankees, Ken.
0: Well, well, man. Well, you know, depends on how their season's going this year. You know, the, the, <laughs> the Braves may need you before it's <laughs> over with. I don't know, but uh, but you know, we want to just be. We just want to spread the gospel. Yeah, we want to see people come to Jesus, a real experience with the Lord, and learn how to live for Him, and and that's what it's all about. You know, the good deeds that we do, meeting needs and stuff, you know, that's great. And Isn't I, that I just a byproduct you, of the fruit? Exactly. You right. know, it's like we tell people all the time, we're giving you this meal. But you know what? In a few hours, you're going to be hungry. You're again. be hungry again. So what's that meal going to do for you? It's going to fill you for a few hours. But we want you to be filled forever
1: uh, spiritually. Woman at the well, living water, not going to yes. be thirsty again. And Jesus after the 5,000? Hey, here's the deal. You guys, whoever just wants my food, let me tell you something real here. Unless right. you have my body and have my blood, you got no part with me. Right. And and can, we, we've said that a lot. Yes. In our own ways, we've said that, hey, I can give you this, and I am going to love you because Jesus said to, and I want to. But you know what? This is not where the, it ends. And I'm telling you, if you really want something different, man, you need Jesus. Yes. And not just know about him,
0: but let him have all of you. Don't give them just the parts that you want them to have And hold on to parts you think you need to hold on to Because we've all been there But man, when we totally sell out to Jesus Give, give them everything oh, That's a daily battle Yes, right? it is You know, there's a couple of
1: songs I was singing I was thinking of Willie McDowell like, give myself away
0: Yes, yes
1: Right? Yeah So you yeah. can use me Like like giving away Man, that's a that's a daily battle It is Okay? I was like another song Like I climb this mountain with my hands wide open Because there's nothing I hold on to Yes And that's a daily battle It just is. And so seeing a lot of, you know, I think what we're seeing, Ken, is we're seeing spiritual. We're not sitting here talking about numbers of people we fed. We're not talking about clothing items. We're not talking about bus street ministry trips. We're literally talking about the spiritual things of discipleship and coming to to Christ. And, you know, Ken, we're, we're seeing people healed. Yes. Physically healed. Physically healed. Amen. Okay. Backs healed. Yes. Legs healed. Cancer. Cancer Straight up, miracle cancer. Yes. Okay, not going to name the names. Right. Person that was believing, believing, believing with lymphoma that she was going to be healed in the name of Jesus. She starts going through chemo, and she's like, I don't have this. Okay, starts going through chemo, loses all her hair. Weak as can be, battles, physical battles. All of a sudden, they do the latest scan. Undetectable, 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 undetectable. She still goes in for her next chemo treatment. They're like, no, you go home. Right. I Healed understand. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And then you sit there and question, well, why did she have to start that process? To dumbfound the doctors so yep. we can
0: glorify Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. So it's real. It's real. He's real. Yeah. We we know a gentleman who he, he had uh, some cancer up in his, the, the, the not the lip nodes, but up in his throat, yeah. esophagus area. And he loves Jesus, man. Oh, does he love Jesus. And believing for his healing, praying for his healing. Yeah. was a few weeks ago. He said, man, they did a scan and ain't nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> so see, miracles, signs, and wonders do follow those who believe. They do. As, as he tells us. Always. In, in Mark 16. Uh, we, we just got to live it. Got to yeah. be obedient.
1: Just believe it. And, yeah. you know, I was I was thinking of Acts 3, one of my favorite chapters in all the Scripture. Yeah. And Peter and John on their way to prayer. and. Passed by a dude just asking for some money, and look at us. And so the dude's like, ah, what am I going to get today? <laughs> and and uh, this guy's been paralyzed since birth. He's, this is just his life, and, and he had no life, no hope. And silver or gold I don't have. What I have is this, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Now, that's an awesome prayer, right? Yeah. But it took Peter reaching down in faith. It says when Peter took his hand, that's when the man's feet and ankles became strong. Amen. So here's the deal. We need to believe it but then we need to reach down like we already know the answer.
0: That's good. Our Jesus is real, and he is doing awesome things, and man, we are out of time again. Man, it goes so Uh, fast. Time flies when we're we're talking about Jesus, doesn't it? It does. (laughs) But but man, thank you for joining me. I love you, brother. Love you too, Uh, Ken. I appreciate you, bro. Man, we we just hope and pray that everybody listening today knows that Jesus loves you, knows that he's real. He, He has so much for all of us, and if you haven't, Trusting in him as your Savior, as your Lord. Today is an awesome day to do it because it's today. Just talk to him the best you know how. And guess what? He's there. He's listening to you. He meets you right where you're at. He'll forgive you, and he will come into your life. And he will give you eternal life. He gives us everything. He's just so awesome. Thank you again, Cody, for joining us. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. And I hope you have a great day and a great week coming up. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.